But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. Wow. I want us to address the fact that Jesus said that this is the truth that he was telling his disciples at the time. Mm -hmm. Picture yourself as the disciples of Jesus Christ. And now Jesus Christ is saying that he's going to leave. After all these years of walking with him and enjoying fellowship with him and seeing him move so mightily, now he's leaving and he's actually saying that it's a good thing that he he should leave. (laughs) I was trying to wrap my head around that, but I'm like, Lord, it's like, this is the, this is protocol, right? Like Jesus Christ has to go, you know, so that he will now send the Holy Spirit to come. Like both of them can't come and be there at the same time. Jesus has to go take himself there and be present with God to give us that access. And then he will send the Holy Spirit down to earth to empower us while he is seated there with us also with God. I just found it very empowering that they had this whole plan going on. He was telling them, you may not understand, but if I do it this way, it's actually better for you because I'm going and you're seated in, in that heavenly place with me. And as I'm going, I'm sending the Holy Spirit because he can't come if I don't go. And when he comes, he's not going to be in one place like I have been in one place with you guys. He's going to be everywhere. So if people are in a different nation, he's going to be there with them. He doesn't have to be in a particular location. So what I'm actually going to do is better for you than you having me sitting with you, eating with you, walking with you. This is actually a better thing. And while I was reading it, I'm like, Lord, help us to understand that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit took the time and planned out what was best for us. Yes. Yes. It was very organized. It was planned out. It was for our good. And then he said, when the comforter, other scriptures says advocate, mine says comforter, others say helper. Jesus Christ said that when the Holy Spirit comes, he was going to convict the word concerning sin. He was going to, in other words, rebuke. Other scripture says the Holy Spirit will rebuke the world concerning sin. Okay, read verse 9. We're in John 16, 9. The world's sin is that chooses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the rule of this world has already been judged. Okay, so the Holy Spirit will start with sin first. It's like all along, the Lord has been telling us there is a real enemy. There is a real devil who is coming after our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like the disciples weren't really getting it or grasping it at the time. Maybe because he was there with them, maybe just his presence being there. They weren't able to get the full meaning that he was protecting them from someone who is evil. For him to leave, Jesus Christ believed that the Holy Spirit was the one who will do even a better job within us to convict us, to rebuke the world of sin. And I was like, wow, just 
picture a scenario where you tell somebody that, you know, that person is evil. That person be warned, stay, be careful about that person. Don't have any dealings with them because they are after you. You know, they are coming after your life. They don't have any good plans for you. You know, stick with me. I love you. I have paid the price to deliver you from that person. I want you to see the extent of my love. Then after giving that person that huge warning, you find that they go and make friends with that person. <laughs> it's almost like it. It's almost like you say, you know, don't touch that. It's hot. You yes. Touch it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how sin is. Sin is actually... You know, because you didn't believe, said in, in verse 9, concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So number one, the world did not believe everything that Jesus Christ was telling them is true. The only reason you go and make friends with that person that you were warned about is because you, you don't believe that that person is actually as evil as it is because sin is actually making a choice, right? It's either you make a choice to be with the Lord and love the Lord and follow him. Or you're like, okay, devil, I, I think I'd rather hang out with you because you're giving me what I want. When we go sinning, that means we didn't believe everything Jesus Christ told us about the enemy was true. That's one. Mm -hmm. We don't believe that everything Jesus Christ told us about the devil was, was true. Number two, we didn't believe that the love that Jesus Christ was showing them or showing us is true. We don't believe that that love is able to sustain us. Number three, we will stay in unbelief because we don't trust Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ is saying when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit will be able to rebuke the world of this unbelief. Mm. So the Holy Spirit is the one that will rebuke the world concerning sin. Mm. And then for the fact that Jesus Christ is now going to be present with the Lord, apparently that is supposed to be for our good too, because the Holy Spirit will make a way for us to have access to righteousness. So he will rebuke the world concerning righteousness, what it means to be righteous. Righteousness is being in right standing with the Lord. So Jesus Christ is saying that if I go, it's going to be better for you because the Holy Spirit will rebuke the word concerning righteousness and there's going to be more people having access to the father standing right before the father and then the holy spirit is going to rebuke the world concerning judgment because the devil has already been judged especially we that believe in the lord jesus christ are going to be operating from a place of victory uh -huh. knowing that the enemy of our soul is already judged uh -huh. It's not like we're waiting for judgment to happen for the devil. It's already happened for him. Yep. So these are the things that the Holy Spirit will do for us. That if Jesus Christ remained there, all of that is the Lord Jesus putting emphasis on what the Holy Spirit will do for us. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so we're in John 16 and verse 10. Okay. Right available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment mm. will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't 
bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He wow. will tell you about the future. Well, there is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. So what do you guys take from that scripture? I, I don't think that by him saying it, I don't think he thought we would either believe it or understand it or something like that because he wanted, there's so much more he wanted to tell us, but he didn't think we were ready to hear whatever it was. That's my take on it. That's a great take that Jesus Christ is talking to them and they mm -hmm. can't grasp it. Ever felt like you're pouring your heart to someone, you're telling them the depths of your being and you want them to understand and you know that there's just no way they can understand. Yeah, actually, Nadia, I, I just experienced that before I got on. Um, I, uh, you know, I know she's in a lot of sin and I know the brokenness. And I was just, just sharing and just sharing my heart. And it just, I knew deep down she wasn't getting anything. There was like a wall between her and her spirit. Like there was something that was not allowing her to receive that. And it just broke my heart. Wow. She's like, I'm fine. I said, no, you're not. And it's just like, I didn't know like what more to say. Like it just made me, my heart drop into my stomach because I know it's the spiritual blindness. I was like, Lord, I was like, please open her eyes. Cause if you don't do it, she can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like it's been too long. I was like, please God, just, I know she's in a lot of sin, but she doesn't see it. She doesn't see it. She's blaming everybody else. And she's in so much unforgiveness. She can't see the, the, the pride spirit, the rejection spirit, the self lack of self-worth spirit, all these demons that have attached herself. And she's so blind. I was just like, Lord, please, please open her eyes. Open her eyes. So she could see how much she's loved. She opened her eyes so she could see the reality mm -hmm. of how much has been stolen for the life mm -hmm. that you've given her. Like, just please give her what you've given to me. You know, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all your children. We're all people you've died for, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm just pleading with the Lord. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about the, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he's very calm. He doesn't force. That's why we keep praying and that's why the holy spirit is there so that we can ask the holy spirit to to move on the lives of our loved ones Amen. jesus christ himself this is people he lived with for so many years god will help us to to not feel so helpless concerning our loved ones Amen. Huh? Yeah. you know we are powerful spirit beings, and the good thing is that we have the Holy Spirit in us. Um, and the Holy Spirit will help us to pray for them. Okay. And then we can continue to ask the Holy Spirit to hover around our loved ones. And when we pray over them, we, we ask that the Holy Spirit will walk on their hearts. Okay. So the Holy Spirit can move around them, and then we ask that their hearts will be softened to accept the Holy Spirit to fill them up. Uh -huh. Because if they don't ask the Holy Spirit in, he won't come in. Uh -huh. See, the devil, he forces, he will come and attack us in the realm of emotions. Uh -huh. 
Mm. He'll make us feel shame. He'll make us feel a low self-esteem. All of this is in the realm of the flesh. Mm. Yeah. And then we get attached to him in that way. We get into a partnership with the devil in, the, in that way. Mm -hmm. But the Holy Spirit, he wants to attach himself with our spirit and help our weaknesses. And we have to ask him to help us because he will force his way through. Uh -huh. and, and this is what Jesus Christ was trying to teach his disciples. See, I have been hanging around you guys in the flesh for so long. You think that it's all about the flesh. It's all about having me in the flesh. This is what you're used to. Now I want you to get used to being a spirit being. Because when I go, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. He's not going to have flesh. He's going to be spirit as you are spirit. So I want you to begin to learn to allow the Holy Spirit to empower you. To begin to understand things. Because as long as you are in the flesh, you won't understand what I want to tell you. As long as I'm sitting here in the flesh with you, we have raised the dead. We have healed the sick we have done many miracles we've taken money out of the fish's mouth we've done all of these things you have seen heaven open food fish and bread and all of this but as long as you don't have the holy spirit there's still some things you cannot understand uh. and this is why it is imperative for me to go uh. You need the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that will convict the world of sin. What righteousness is to stand right before God. Judgment, knowing that Satan has already been judged. And that as children of God, you have an upper hand against the devil. So when he comes to you in the flesh, you can rise up in your spirit. Because your spirit should have dominion. should be at the forefront of your life. And guess what? The Holy Spirit is now inside of you and you are going to begin to move and do things and understand things so much more than ever before. Mm -hmm. Even though I am Jesus and I died for you and I did all this for you, without the Holy Spirit, you cannot understand some things. Mm -hmm. I want you us to understand why it, we so need the Holy Spirit in our lives. Uh -huh. How can, like my sister just shared how you felt talking to your loved one and they weren't grasping it. Come on, we can sit with Jesus and Jesus has a clear picture of what's best for us and we still won't grasp it without the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. So we yes. need the Holy Spirit not so much for ourselves, but even for our loved ones. We need to walk with the Holy Spirit so intentionally so that even when we're about to talk with someone or share our hearts with someone, we say, Holy Spirit, please work on that person's life and cause them to understand what I'm about to tell them. Cause them to receive it in love. Cause them to see the benefits, empower them to be able to do the things that are good for them, that will be a benefit to them. When we find ourselves in a strange place and we don't know what to do, we need to ask the Holy Spirit because he is the one that can help us understand the things 
that we ordinarily would not. Yes. Even right there, Jesus Christ was saying that we have an ability to understand deeper mysteries of the spirit. Mm. We have that ability. But that ability only comes by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And even though the disciples didn't have that ability then, when they received the Holy Spirit, they began to have that ability to understand deeper mysteries. And that is what we have now. What we have now is what the disciples didn't have at the time, even when they were with Jesus Christ. I want you guys to take time and think about that. How can you sit with Jesus and Jesus is saying that you won't understand this thing? There's so much I want to tell you, but you won't understand it. In other words, the Holy Spirit will give us that understanding. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But in order for us to get that, Jesus has to leave. Exactly. Jesus has to leave and sit at the right hand of God the Father. Mm-hmm. Present us there. Like this whole chapter is so loaded because in verse 23, he was saying things like, In that day, you will not ask me anything. Mm. Truly, truly, I say to you that whatever you ask my father in my name, he will give it to you. So now he was taking his disciples away from being used to him in the flesh and asking him things in the flesh. He was now directing them to the father because in that day, you won't be asking me anymore. You'll be asking the father in the spirit. You will be operating as a spirit being. You will ask in my name, but now you'll be talking to the Father. You will ask in the name of Jesus, but Mm -hmm. I'm exiting the scene so that you are not Mm -hmm. used to having me in the flesh and feeling like the flesh is all there is to you. I am sending you the Holy Spirit to quicken and empower your spirit to not only just understand deep mysteries that you wouldn't understand in the flesh, but you can now begin to ask the Father directly in my name. You don't have to have me physically to be asked from me physically. In other words, we can get so much further asking the Lord things in the spirit existing in our spirit existence and practicing that relationship with God than going to a physical person on earth and asking them for things. Amen. Yes. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts, and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. (laughs) It is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. 
so I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.